When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Treatment Room with Tess and Lauren, the podcast by estheticians for estheticians and those who seek to learn about their own skin from a professional's perspective. We're diving into our whys as licensed skincare therapists, sharing in our career journeys and separating the gimmicks from the real heroes in skincare. Welcome to The Treatment Room. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the treatment room with Tess and Lauren. This is Lauren, and I'm here for a little solo episode today. So today I wanted to talk about something that I think happens, it happens quite a lot in our industry, and that's basically how to handle negativity, adversity, um, client complaints, and how to maintain your sanity and your mental health in an industry where we do rely a lot on external validation and the opinions of others in, you know, kind of creating our, our worth in our industry and in our work. So there's a couple things to this. So to start off, I want to talk about when you get a negative review or a complaint from a client. So first of all, I feel like I have to say this happens a lot. I mean, everybody's going to get a complaint here or there. I don't think I know anybody that has never had a complaint. It will, of course, happen more frequently towards the beginning of your career when you're still kind of getting your footing, figuring things out, and it's okay. You don't have to hold yourself to this perfect standard. But what I want to talk about is how do you handle it when you get a negative review or a complaint? So first off, take it seriously, but also take it with a grain of salt. So try to recall the experience. How was this guest? Was it a particularly difficult guest? Did she have unrealistic expectations? Was she just particularly difficult to deal with? Maybe you guys just didn't click. There's so many things that can, so many dynamics that can take place during a facial and with you know, you and your client. So try to recall the experience. Try to truly understand where that person was coming from. So Next, I would say you should probably also really try to learn from it. So if this was a mistake that, you know, a true mistake on your part, um, I always recommend to own up to it. Apologize if necessary, um, learn from it and move forward. So really analyze the situation, see what happened, see where you went wrong, you know, and also understand maybe the client was overreacting, maybe she wasn't, but really, really, really try to take a an unbiased look at it and understand where you went wrong, where you can learn and where you can grow from it. Um, And with that being said, take the lesson, but don't dwell on it. So make this an opportunity for growth to improve your practice, but don't dwell on it. Don't allow it to creep into, you know, the rest of your facials that day or that week. Just really understand it, know where you went wrong and then move forward. Don't dwell on it. And then lastly, don't make that same mistake twice. So when I say learn from it, I really mean learn from it, remember it, and try not to make that same mistake twice. And maybe this means that you have to adjust some things in your practice. For instance, maybe 
by accident you dropped something and it, it hit the client or, you know, something, something like that happened. So maybe you learn from it and you keep whatever tool you were using on the other side of your treatment table or, you know, just something that you can do that will tangibly help you not make that mistake again. That's what I would recommend doing. Learn from it. Don't dwell on it and do everything you can not to make the same mistake twice. And lastly, what I'll say about this is not to take it personally or to take it to heart because in this industry, there's Oh my gosh, we we have to rely on reviews and the opinions of our clients in order to to grow in our career, if that makes any sense, you know? So our, you know, we're in a service industry. This is this is what we do. So external opinions are important in our work. It's just kind of the name of the game as we are in a service industry and we're in a position to serve our clients, but that also doesn't mean that you have to be for everybody. You, I mean, it's, it's however that saying is like, you could be the sweetest, juiciest peach in the world, but there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like peaches, right? So it's, it's nothing against you personally. If you just don't click with a client, we've always, we've all have met those people in our lives where, you know, maybe you met someone who's a really nice person, but they just don't click with you. You don't see yourselves being best friends with that person. And that's completely fine. I feel like the same thing happens in the treatment room. You know, we have clients that we love and that we adore that we really click with. And then there's going to be some people who we just don't vibe with and and that's okay. They don't need to come back. They can find somebody that they vibe with even better. So, so yeah, don't take it personally. Don't take it to heart. We have to kind of separate ourselves from our work, which is really difficult in our line of work because we do take so much pride in how we make people feel and the impression that we leave on people. But at the same time, your work doesn't define you as a person and the opinions of your clients don't always define you either. Of course, we want to do good work and we want to have you know, positive reviews and we want our clients to have a positive experience. That's a no brainer, of course. But don't take these negative experiences, reviews, or complaints too close to heart because they aren't always, you know, they, don't, they just don't reflect you as a person. So next up, I want to talk about how to maintain your mental sanity. So Tess and I have talked about this quite a bit. Um, we talk about it a lot in the way of practicing self-care. So making sure, we and we did a whole episode on this, making sure that you are doing what you need to do in order to fill your own cup up. So to make sure that you are, you have a full cup that you can pour from, because as we've said before, if you aren't completely full within yourself, it's going to be really difficult for you to give everything to your clients. So, and of course, that's what we want to do. We don't ever want anybody to leave our treatment room that doesn't feel like they got our absolute best. So some ways that I practice self-care are just making sure I do things every single day to maintain my mental health and honestly to maintain my sanity. There's so many days, and I, I think I can speak for all of us, just that there's so many days, they come and go that are just, they're just kind of run you down. I actually had a day like that today where it just seemed like nothing was easy. Nothing was going my way. I couldn't get certain programs to work. I, you know, I copied the wrong person on an email it just like, you know, one thing after another. And there's days like that where you just like, you just feel like nothing's going your way. You're exhausted by 10 a.m. And it's just kind of, 
some days are like that. So what I like to do with that is I try to practice every single day something that's going to help me maintain my sanity, my clarity, and my mental calm. So one thing I did today was I picked out a card from this manifestation um, card deck that I have. And it's really cool. I'll talk about it a little bit more towards the end of this episode, but it's just something where you pull a card and you have a positive affirmation that if you ask me, the universe has given to me that I need for this day. So it just is a reminder and something honestly that you can repeat to yourself throughout the day that just reminds you that, you know, everything's happening for your highest good and it will be okay and you will get through it. So doing little things every day. Another thing that I like to do is just sit down for like a 10 minute meditation. You know, even if it's just five minutes, like whatever time I have to sit and breathe and just be in the moment. And it, I can't even tell you how much it helps to just clear your head. I was feeling really frantic this morning and just like I had so much to do. I didn't have enough time. There was people who needed answers and, you know, I had to book this and that and meetings. And I just felt like a crazy person, but I had, I sat down, I took five minutes, I breathed in and out really slowly And I just tried to clear my mind. I didn't try to think of anything in particular. I just tried to clear my mind, be in the present moment and just, just be. And it really, really, really helped me to just be calm, to recenter, you know, and just move forward without the chaos in my brain. So those are a couple things that I try to do every single day that just help me, you know, just, just maintain, just stay in that positive space stay in that space where I know I can do it. Whatever I have to do, I can face it head on. So that's what I would recommend. Find something that you can do every single day to maintain your sanity and to just make sure that you are, you know, doing everything that you can for yourself. So with that, I would also say check in with yourself. Are you feeling run down physically, emotionally? Check in because sometimes we can go for a long time without really knowing kind of that we're, that we're run down you know, and that may have been what happened to me this morning where I've been slowly, slowly kind of depleting. And then this morning it was just like, it all came to a head all at once. So check in with yourself regularly, see how you're feeling. If you wake up in the morning and you're extra exhausted that day, maybe don't double up on coffee. Maybe just take a few extra minutes to sleep or do a meditation or, you know, maybe a a walk instead of a, you know, a high intensity workout, just check in with yourself regularly so that you don't get to that point of burnout. And let's see. So next I would say, you know, get a service yourself, go get a massage, go get a facial, whatever you do that makes you feel amazing. Go do that. So I don't know. I don't mean a quick in and out facial with your coworker. I mean like book a massage at a spa where nobody knows you and go in there, spend the day, be anonymous, just be by yourself. And that way you can fully relax and fully recharge. So also I would say, remind yourself of your good qualities, because when we have, when we face something where we get a, you know, a review or a complaint or, you know, somebody tells your manager or the spa owner that they didn't like their service that you gave them, or there was a certain thing that they didn't like about it. It's really difficult not to take that to heart and not to take that personally as, you know, a flaw within yourself. So Remind yourself of your good qualities, because especially when you get, you know, a negative review like that or a complaint, 
it can be so easy to just sit in that and to say, oh yeah, I really did do that. And oh yeah, I have that bad quality or I tend to do this. It's such a bad habit. Like remind yourself of your good qualities because, and also think about this for every negative review or, you know, for every complaint that you get, how many facials did you do where you got amazing reviews and people said how much they loved you and how great your touch was and how calming the facial was and how your extractions didn't even hurt, how their skin is glowing afterwards. So remind yourself of your good qualities because you have a lot of them. And also just remind yourself of all the good things that you do on a daily basis. There's so much that you do and it's so easy to dwell on the negative and to only recognize the negative when there's so much positive that you can, you know, that you do every single day. And there's so much positive and so much, so many good things that you give to people on an everyday basis. So remind yourself of that. Don't forget about that. And next up, focus on your improvement. So improving is so much better than focusing on perfection. If you ask me, because you'll never reach perfection. I mean, everybody's always learning. Everybody's always growing and we're always improving. So that's what I think you should focus on. And like I said, like I said before, if you get a negative, negative review, if there's some adversity that you're facing, focus on improving and whether that be learning from a mistake that you made or just improving in the sense that you aren't dwelling on it, that you're moving forward with it. That's where I want you to be. Focus on your improvement, not your perfection, because we will never reach perfection. And if you're constantly striving for that, you're going to always feel less than. But if you're focusing on improvement and you're celebrating your improvement and your achievements, I think that's where you're going to have that positive mindset. And that's where you're really going to also foster your own growth. Because if you're constantly feeling less than, that's what the universe is hearing. The universe is hearing that you're not perfect. You're not perfect. You're not good enough. You're not there yet. And that's how you're going to constantly feel is that you're just not there yet and you're not good enough. However, if you're focusing on your improvement and you're you're celebrating every milestone, every achievement that you have, that's again what the universe is going to hear. They're going to hear that you are improving and that you're growing and it's in turn going to give you more improvement and more growth. And that's where we want to be. We want to be improving. We want to be growing and we, you know, in all aspects of our life, whether, whether it be our career, our mental health, our relationships, you know, our physicality, um, what we eat, there's so many things. And this applies to so many aspects of your life. Focus on your improvement, not your perfection and celebrate your wins. Don't just wait until something bad happens and then say, oh gosh, I have to improve. Celebrate your wins and use those for a learning experience as well. And lastly, I would say on how to maintain your mental sanity in this in this crazy world and this crazy career that we're in, um, create a really positive, warm, comfortable space in your treatment room. So you want your treatment room to be this like sanctuary. And of course, we want this for our clients because they're they're coming to this sanctuary and they want that experience. They want to unplug and relax and do something for themselves. But also remember that you spend all day every day in that treatment room as well. So it needs to be positive, warm, and comfortable for you as well. And it should help to recharge you. So if so, use certain essential oils that you love, create dim lighting, create a beautiful color scheme and comfortable materials. Make sure that you have a chair that you're sitting on that doesn't hurt your back. Make sure everything is within reach so that you're not straining or rolling all over the place or feeling frantic because you can't find something. Create a really positive environment 
within your treatment room. So this can help feed you throughout the day so that you're feeling good. You're not feeling run down. Um, and then also same thing for your client. It's going to help them, you know, feel really positive and leave with a really good feeling and a really good, um, memory of, of what their experience was in your treatment room. Because I mean, as that saying goes, like people won't remember exactly what you said or what you did, but they'll remember how you made them feel. And I think that in our industry, that could not be any more true. It's so much about the experience. You know, of course, everybody wants their skin to improve, but I do also feel like the experience is absolutely invaluable and is almost just as important as, as the results they get in their skin. So I also wanted to talk about some of my favorite resources for mental health and a positive mindset. So a couple, I love, there's a couple authors on here. So I love Brene Brown. She is a shame researcher, which sounds really crazy, but she is just absolutely amazing. And her book, I thought it was just me, but it isn't is one of my favorite books. I'm, I'm currently reading it now. It was recommended to me by my mom. Um, and she talks about shame. It's, I think it's a really good entry level book into Brene Brown. She also has a, a series on, or not a series, like a, a special on Netflix that you could watch that is, it's amazing. It's also a really great intro to her because she talks about what she does and, um, you know, you get a really good idea of who she is. So within this book, she talks about shame and how to separate yourself from your shame. So, so for instance, if you do something, if you make a mistake, she talks about how to separate yourself from that mistake. So instead of saying, I am, you know, a screw up or I'm not good enough or whatever that is because of that mistake, it's simply an, I did. I made a mistake, not I am a mistake, if that makes any sense. So she really, oh my God, it it really is like a really eye-opening book that talks a lot about how, just how to separate yourself from shame and, and how to know that you are separate from your actions. Now, of course, we don't want to be making the same mistake twice or multiple times and, you know, all that we want to learn from things, but at the same time, you are separate from that. You are not that person. So I love it. I think it's a really great book and it's something that I think everybody should read and just, you know, it just gives you more, more awareness about yourself and the way your mind thinks and, and all that stuff. So the next author that I wanted to talk about was Gabby Bernstein. Um, I love her. I'm obsessed with her. She talks a lot about, um, the power of the universe, power of thought, um, how to manifest your own reality. And she's amazing. She does it in a really, really, um, like tangible way. So the book that I read from her was called the universe has your back. Um, and it's amazing. It's basically just about how your thoughts create your reality and how, you know, the only thing that we can really control in this world is how we react to certain situations. And I firmly believe that how you react to certain situations and how you go about your life dictates, you know, what you're going to get back. So if you're constantly thinking negative things and you're not good enough and you've got all these issues, then that's, that's what you're going to get back in the world. I think that the universe will, you know, serve you back what you're putting out. So that book is amazing. She talks about, you know, how to kind of change your thought patterns and how to go about life in a really positive way that is going to get you your, your positivity back in life. So the universe has your back. That's the book that I read from her and I loved it. And then I also got a gift from a friend. Um, and it's the universe has your back, um, 
card deck. So this is what I was talking about earlier, where it is, it's like a deck of cards. It's 52 cards and they all have inspiring messages um, on each card. So the back of the, of the deck says 52 inspiring messages to help you open up to the power of the universe. This inspiring 52 card deck offers spiritual guidance to help you find strength when you are down, synchronicity and support when you are lost, safety in the face of uncertainty and joy in all circumstances. Um, I, I love this deck of cards. It's like one of my favorite things, one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. Um, I like to pull one, I mean, every day if I can to kind of help set the tone for my day and to help, you know, just maintain that positive mindset to start out with the positive mindset during the day. You know, sometimes you wake up and it's just like, oh my gosh, everything goes wrong from the second you get up. I find that pulling a card and, and having something to focus on throughout the day to remind you, to recenter you and to ground you is um, super helpful. So I love this. As it said, you can, you know, pull one when you're feeling down, you can pull one when you need some guidance. It's, it's an amazing deck of cards. So what I like to do is I like to shuffle it and then close my eyes and just kind of feel whatever card is, is drawing me. And then that's the card that I'll pull. Um, and that's the card that I'll have for that day, for that week, for that situation that I'm going into, whatever it might be. Um, I absolutely love that. So, um, I also really love Palo Santo, which I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, um, but it's a type of wood and they come in these little sticks that you can light um, on fire and then you blow it out. And it the smoke is said to create positive, good energy within your space. So um, I also love sage for clearing the energy in a room or in a space. I do this every time I move. Um, I uh, you know, sage the space. I try to remove, you know, any of any lingering energy. I mean, it might be good energy that somebody's left behind, but it's not my energy. So I try to, you know, create a clean slate. And this could also be a good tip for your treatment room is like every morning or every evening, you know, use your sage, clear the space, um, clear the energy. And then you, I like to use Palo Santo after that to manifest good energy, positive vibes in that area, whether it be my room, my house, my you know, wherever. Um, I love that. So Palo Santo and Sage for just to help with the energy um, is something that I love. And I mean, who knows you guys, maybe it's a total placebo effect. <laughs> I have no idea, but I also do believe in the placebo effect. And, you know, if you believe it's working, um, then it's working. So, um, lastly, I will say essential oils, I think are an amazing tool. So, um, I know essential oils can be controversial and whether they're good for you or they're bad for you on your skin, et cetera. Um, however, I personally really like them and I really like diffusing them, uh, throughout my day. And I think it really gives, it just gives a different energy to your space. And when you have that calming aspect and that, you know, that scent that smells really good, that kind of centers you, I think you're able to stay calm and to stay more, um, present in that moment than if you didn't have that that slight little reminder with you. So you can get essential oil blends that are for certain things. Like they have some that are for sleep and then they have some that are for calming, some that are revitalizing. So, um, I mean, they have them all over. Like Whole Foods has a bunch. I'm sure your local health food store would have a bunch. Uh, make sure you get a quality brand because you don't, you know, there's some brands that are 
if they're really inexpensive essential oils, that means that they uh, for, probably haven't been extracted in the best way possible, which compromises the quality. Um, so make sure you get it from a good brand. I like the Now brand um, or, or Acacia is really good. Uh, but yeah, make sure you're getting some good essential oils, but get like a blend because they're, you know, they're professionally formulated for whatever they're advertising on the bottle. So um, yeah, so I love that. Definitely get some essential oils, diffuse them. It all just goes to creating like a really good feeling in your room. And whether that's your treatment room or if that's your office, you know, my house is my office because I work from home. So I, um, I'm lucky that I can do that and I can, you know, diffuse my whole space with um, the calming energy that I feel like I need for that day. So bottom line, all of my rambling about this and, you know, about how to handle negativity and adversity, I think, I think the bottom line just comes down to, you know, don't allow outside opinions to get you down. You are more than what others think of you. And I think it's best to try to separate your work from you as a person and always remember your value because, you know, people, they come and go in our lives and treatments come and go and we have seasons of our lives. And, and if we didn't have any adversity, if we didn't have any negativity, like how would we grow? How would we be able to, you know, to appreciate and recognize the positivity and the good things that happen? So I think that, you know, taking it with a grain of salt with your, you know, any complaint that you might get or any adversity, I think take it with a grain of salt, learn from it. Don't take it personally because we really are in an industry where external opinions mean a lot. And as they should, because, you know, we want people to, to feel positive leaving our space and to have good results. So of course we want, we want them to have a positive experience, And we should be doing everything that we can to create that positive experience. But sometimes, you know, you just can't please everyone. And sometimes you're going to have an off day. And at that point, you just got to accept your mistake, accept that, you know, something didn't go, go right that day, learn from it and move forward. But bottom line, try to separate those opinions from you as a person, because whether you make a mistake in there or whether there was, you know, the energy was off or whatever it might be, it still does not define you as a person and it doesn't make you any less valuable as a person, as an esthetician, um, at all. So try to separate yourself from those opinions and from your work as it is, you know, take pride in your work, but that's not, that's not everything for you. You have so much more going on for you than just that. So I hope this helped. I hope that this kind of, you know, let you guys, let everybody know that, that it happens to everyone. Everybody gets bad reviews. It sucks when it happens and it feels terrible and we just want to forget about it. Wish that it never happened. Wish we could change what we did, but it happens to everybody. And without that negativity and without those, um, those adverse moments, we wouldn't be able to appreciate the positives and the things that go good. So always make sure to focus on improvement, not perfection, and also remind yourself of your good qualities and that you are not your work. So I hope everybody enjoyed this. Let me know if you guys have any feedback or any questions. Have you guys ever had any, like any adversity in your life? Have you guys ever had any, um, you know, client complaints that you felt were totally outrageous and unwarranted, or maybe have you made a mistake that, um, that you have never made again? I know that I have for sure. Um, and I know that I've also had complaints from people who were just 
absolutely unable to please. You know, I had one lady who was, oh God, it was her first appointment with me and she wanted everything. She wanted an oxygen treatment, a retinol treatment, a microdermabrasion, a glycolic peel. And cause she had, you know, a lot of pigment issues and yada, yada, yada. So she just, I, I wouldn't give her everything that she wanted because it was just, in my opinion, way too much for a single treatment, especially because she was a person that, um, she was, it was her first appointment with me. I hadn't seen her ever before. So I didn't know how her skin reacts to certain things. And, um, anyways, I got a totally scathing review from her. She called the owner and was just saying how, how I was terrible at my job and I wouldn't do what she wanted and other estheticians would do it for her in a heartbeat. And she wanted a free treatment after that to make up for it. And, Oh my gosh, it was a nightmare. But at the same time, I also knew that professionally I made the right choice there because it's better to send someone home without, you know, overdoing it on their skin than it is to send somebody home and have them, you know, go home with a burn or, you know, an adverse reaction or more inflammation. It's just, you know, you have to make your, your professional judgment. But anyway, so we've all had those experiences. I would love to hear from you guys, like what you have experienced, um, as far as adversity or any negative things and how did you handle it? How do you practice self-care and maintaining your own sanity in, in this world where it's so much about review and, you know, and feedback from our clients. So anyways, I'll stop rambling now. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, and we will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.